This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into the weekend, everybody. It's time for America's favorite handicapping show. It's Mike North. It's Carmen DeFelco. We are the odds couple with you for another great hour of sports and sports gambling talk presented, as always, by PropSwap. A perfect week for the odds couple last weekend. I think Mike said the uh, total now, if you go back to Super Bowl weekend over the last two weeks, six in one. So you better be listening. It pays to listen, Mike. Oh, Carm, it's great to see you. I love listening to the show. I listened to it three times last week. Love Prop Swap. Love the advertising. Love everything that's going on with this show right now. We are the number one show on terrestrial radio. If anybody's better, bring them up to us. We'd like to compete with <laughs> we them. I sure mean, if would. they'd like to. I'd love standings. I love standings. I want to get a handicap in the league. That's what I want to do. Then we put the we put ourselves up against each other. That would be a lot of fun, but it's been fun. Last week, another bonus pick for Carmen and Yurko. Folks, today I gave everybody Orlando. Yep. Uh, the game's tipping off now, uh, but basically I have uh, uh, an interest in that. We'll have a hockey play tonight. Oh, the, you know, I talked to Carmen uh, before we came on here briefly. Yeah, I grew up with the guys like Stu Finer and Wayne Root <laughs> and uh, uh, Chip Chirimbus. You know, the guys have been doing it for 40 years, but their pictures are still the same as they were 35 years ago. They got the 1975 suits on and everything else. Um, And, 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 you know, they were one. A lot of those guys, like a guy named Jim Feist, you'd see him for football, but then he'd be gone. I never want to be that way. That's why I got an NHL pick. I'm diversified. I love it. I got four different sports. Now, I don't know about the soccer stuff. I don't care about that. You know, Manchester of New England at Imperial Palace. I don't have, I have no idea who's who, but that's for other people to do. But you know what? As far as the four sports, nobody's better than the odds couple. How about it? And you talk about standings. You ever do that big contest out in Vegas, Mike, where you pick all the NFL games? They told the me I had to live there at the time. Yeah. And I really wasn't interested in it. Now, I could have had somebody uh, be a beard for me, you know, I put the, the picks in, but I've never done right. that. But I did write for gaming today. I made my picks there. They know who I am out there. That's how I, I, I'm on shows out there. It's a lot of fun. Vegas was the forebearer. I remember making bets in the 70s. Yeah. And it's the truth before, uh, uh, you know, and you could just watch Casino. You had to leave the hotel and go to uh, buildings, individual buildings. Oh, really? That, that had bar, a bar, and you put the bets there. So, like, before, so when you say you were you In the 70s, they were not in. Wow. In the early 70s, they weren't in the hotels, the so sports books. You, you mentioned casino, and, like, there's that scene where he says Ace did, you know, the only thing. Ace brought him in. He brought him into this. So, before that, they weren't in the casino. No. Prob- wow. That's if crazy. me and B, here's how it was. Like, if I was out there, now, I went out there in the late 60s. So, if I'm out there, I'm out there in, in 69, 70, okay? Yeah. I'm out there for about a couple weeks. I, I'm, I'm like a young guy. I'm in high school. And, but but we had, you know, my, my dad was with me. You had to go, hmm. leave the hotel, go to a building, individual building. They'd have uh, food, beer. It's just like when uh, it, Joe Pesci yeah. goes to collect right, yeah. <laughs> the money. Oh, yeah. you thought I was laying? Yeah. That was like, like that. They were all like that. Wow. And, and there were, were there a lot of them? Oh, yeah. Wow. No there kidding. were like six, seven, eight of them. 
And so then uh, sprinkle throughout the, the the strip. Ace brings them in, and then all those closed because then the casino. Oh, they closed made down. Yeah. They were done. <laughs> That's that guy. Yeah, yeah. The guy that thought he was laying, he wasn't doing anything I, I after that. I love that scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. How about I smash your face through that hole there? Oh. <laughs> right, the little hole. Yeah, right. That, you know, it wasn't anything else. It wasn't that. It, it was trying to get. The thought of him, his head going through that little <laughs> hole disturbed him. I love it. Do you ever yeah. thought about going out to Vegas like full time or no? Do you like you? You can't leave. I Chicago. like it here, and I make yeah. money here doing it now. Yeah. So well, it now it's matter. so easy. You don't have to. Yeah. You know, I've been I've been toying with the idea of of of, of taking a hundred grand and just putting it on and using that and keeping track and writing a book about it for a oh, year. That's a by good just idea. going to rivers wow. or something like that. But. Um, I, I just I'm happy what I'm doing. It's not as important to me now, Carm, to to win money like in the old days because I got money now. I, in fact, I don't. I'd rather bet less and be right about my picks. Yep. 100%. And I get paid by ESPN. I get paid by. Uh, and by the way, uh, folks, if, if if you really want to check out a new site, and 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 I'm working for them now, and this would be something. That uh, I would I would tell Carm or anybody else just follow uh, at Win Daily Sports, mm. okay? I'm working for them now. They're taking care of me. I give them credit because they saw my picks I was giving out for free. Right. Yeah. That it ended up being nice for me, and that's and I'm still I, I, I the last two days I'm five and one. I sw- I was three Beautiful. and zero last night. I mean that 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 Rutgers pick to me. How about it? And, and, yeah, that's what they're paying me for. So I'm 20 and 16 overall there right now. So you know, but I'm under pressure. I coach every, it, I, I betters coach every night. Every night, you're, I've won more games than Chichesky, and I've lost more games than Lenny Wilkins. How about it? Yeah, you're up right? shouting at the TV, telling me oh, what to do. Oh, get in front of the yeah. guy. Why are you following a three-point shooter when you're up eight? You know, or or why? If one more guy catches a ball while he's stepping on the out-of-bounds line, I'm going to scream. <laughs> That's got to be this generation. How stupid can you be? I, we, I never caught a – I love the shoe. Ask anybody that played against me. But I never caught a ball. Where I was, my foot was out of bounds. Unbelievable. That's a that's a special kind of stupid. At, that really is. At Win Daily Sports, by the way, that's the yeah. Twitter handle, and that's, that's where Mike's Twitter making handle. picks. There, I just and that's why, yeah, because yeah. I want, I've been winning. I want everybody to win. Absolutely. You and don't have to pay. Yeah, that Rutgers. I mean, you know, you were on the right side of that. That's the, the that's the 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 back. Does anybody cover know that how that love? game ended I mean, that oh way? Oh my God, it's crazy. that's usually a game I lose by twenty. Crazy. I thought they were. I didn't think they had enough. And Michigan took their foot off the pedal. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes well, it happens in basketball and they, games. And, you know, I mean, Jawan Howard, one of the singularly, I remember when I had the TV show with Jiggs, <clears throat> one of the great ones in the morning, uh, Monsters in the Morning, mm-hmm. and Jawan Howard was a guest with us for about a half an hour mm-hmm. in studio. One of the genuinely nice guys. Great guy. And he's got a powerhouse going at Michigan. He does. He's recruiting very, very well. I like his team a lot. Baylor's looking good. It's it's going to be interesting. Think about the way this has worked out. For- might be the best hire in college basketball over the last well, five and like years. They lose- and he was the one people were worried and about. That's right, Mike. Like they lose Beeline, right? He decides to go to Cavs. The, the NBA. Think about how that he doesn't make it the year. In meantime, they hire Juwan Howard, and look what look at where the, not, the way not only rolling. are they a top five team, they've got one of the top three recruiting classes for next year. I don't know how John Beeline did it. I mean, I looking like a Mississippi sheriff from 1965. Right, right, he does. 
I mean, my God. I mean, I, I, I never figured that out. And he was a good coach. He was a good coach. But then he cashed. He wanted to cash, and he cashed with the Cavaliers. I, I think he felt like he could take it only so far with college. Hmm. And then he just completely sullied his reputation. I think he's doing Cavalier basketball now. He's doing something he for He works them. for the Big Ten Network. Oh, he's Big Ten, the Big there Ten you Network. go. Yeah. I, mean, I it, like the guy and everything. But, it, that, but the, the way that's worked out for Michigan, and I'm happy for Juwan Howard. People, I am, too. People dogged him too CBS, much. CBS, right? baby. Yeah, that's Chicago right. vocational. And like Mike said, he, you know, a, a genuinely good, good person. Guy. And good guy. People dogged him too much for the contract he signed. You know, like it's his, like they wouldn't take the money. I mean, you yeah. know, like he, Juwan Howard still hung around and played a long time in the NBA, but people always Great gave him player. crap. You know, and it's like I'm happy for him. And, Part, the Fab Five? Literally one of their most consistent players. I know, yeah. Like it's, yeah. He was with them, wasn't he? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I get them mixed up. I mean, those guys Jaylen, were good. Jawan, not only was he with them, but you know, there's been the big feud between Weber and the rest of them. Yes. And I saw yeah. an interview with Chris Weber says he's ready to come back now. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Be- yeah, like because all, of Juwan Howard. Because of Juwan Howard. I, I, yeah. I, I, I've never. Can I raise my hand? I, count me as the one guy who said, "Why is Chris Weber on TV? Why do I have to watch?" <laughs> Please. <laughs> I count me. Why, why, I never. Was, who was clamoring for that? I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. understand. I don't know. I guess. I guess he's maybe current, or he was. Well, all I know is he called the timeout. That's right. Uh, and all I know is Michigan's probably got a, a, as good a shot as anybody to reach the Final Four. So does Illinois. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, the way yeah. Illinois – and I know Illinois kind of struggled to, to put away Northwestern. They let Northwestern come back into that game. That's like Mike said. Sometimes, especially with younger – you know, with, with college-age kids, I mean – uh, you could take your foot off the gas. I mean, the, the start to that game was just horrific for Northwestern, and they made it much more interesting than anybody thought in the last five minutes of the game. But well, Illinois has got a, a, a game tomorrow on the road against a struggling Minnesota team. But I, I like the way Illinois is playing right now, too. And yeah. If you can still look around and get them at, you know, maybe 15, 16 to 1 for the national championship, that might not be a bad bet. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, Baylor looks really good to me. I mean, speaking of Northwestern, I mean, they're the plane that just crash lands on the runway with the, you know, with the wheels down. I mean, I don't, what? What happened there? I mean, I just don't get it. Twelve in a row. Oof. I mean, Chris Collins is not worked out. I mean, that's just the way it is. I, I'm not making it up. And, and it's like people are afraid to admit it. And I know there's a lot of <clears throat> Northwestern alumni that write in this town. Mm. But is anybody really saying what people should be saying? What happened? I don't he know. He was supposed to be. He was supposed to be the big improvement from Carmody. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't. And I didn't discount that. I wanted uh, Jim Less. Oh, yeah. I wanted, I told Jim, a uh, Jim, that Phillips, I suggested Jim Les, he said, UC Davis. And I don't know if that would have worked. Probably not. I mean, but my God, uh, I, I just don't understand it, uh, Carm. It's I really not, don't. I know, it's not good. And Merck always says that, too. Merck follows Northwestern basketball a lot. I do, says, too. I want him to win. I know. I like I got no extra grind with Chris yeah. Collins or yeah. Doug. I don't want Doug getting mad at me. Right. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it hasn't worked the way people thought, especially no. after they finally made the tournament. When we come back, uh, Mike and I are going to continue to talk about some of the action tonight. Look at some future stuff, too. We haven't discussed much baseball. Spring training has started. Pitchers and catchers have reported. So I'm going to pick Mike's brain on some stuff for the 2021 baseball season. And in a little bit, we'll talk to our guy, Luke Pergandy. That's our main man from PropSwap. I have to ask Luke about a futures ticket that I'm sitting on, so we'll do that a little bit later. And then Jim Miller's got ponies before we're out of here. And Mike's got a big hockey play, so you don't want to miss it, folks. I got the chills. We're just getting warmed up. It's the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. 
You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Couple presented by PropSwap. Remember, when the show is over, the podcast will be up. Make sure you have the wonderful, easy-to-use ESPN Chicago app downloaded on your smartphone. All the shows live there. You can catch up on all the podcasts, all the shows, everything from the weekend, all the original podcasts. There's great content there, and our podcast will be up, so you don't want to uh, ever miss a thing. Make sure you've got the ESPN Chicago app, and make sure you follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. Oh, yeah. He's always giving out great picks on Twitter. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Big C. That's right. We'll talk uh, a little bit here to uh, Luke Pergandy in just about 10 minutes. He normally joins us now, but Luke is going to join us a little bit later in the show tonight. What did you think, Mike, as we uh, talk a little baseball futures and stuff like that now that spring training has started? What did you think of the Fernando Tatis Jr. contract extension? Oh, my goodness. 14 years, $340 million for a 22-year-old player. That is something, isn't it? They got a lot of faith in him. I got faith in him. I think he's a tremendous ball player. I wish he was still on the Sox, but I'm not going to blame the Sox. He was with them for one day, but I mean that one day. He didn't apparently make uh, an impression or what happened. Uh, Mancada's making music now. How about it? I hope he, you know, you know what? I hope he's got his, uh, you know, mitt ready. Yes. I hope he's ready to go. Uh, I'm not against him having fun like that. Believe me, ladies and gentlemen, we'd all do it if we could. And some of us, I mean, you know what? If you could get that kind of situation. But, you know, I think he's suspect at third base a little bit as far as defensively. Offensively, he's done okay. And uh, it just, it's just going to be great. And Tatis, I think San Diego, it's, it's refreshing yeah. to see them spend money. It's got, I remember they were the doormat of baseball. Um, and, uh, I mean, you got guys that are getting it. Like Darvish is with them now. That's right. Blake Snell. Blake Snell, who I love. Uh-huh. I mean, they're loaded. I, you know, I mean, they're loaded up and they're ready to go. I think Tatis could be the best player in the game. That's yeah. my opinion. I think he's cl- I think he's awfully close. And yeah. because of everything they've done in the offseason, the San Diego Padres. I give them credit. They spend money. I, 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 two $300 million players. It's incredible. And they, I, I'm with you. It is kind of refreshing. And they need to get the people all in the stands now. Come they, on. That's right. And I mean, You can't be spending that money and then saying, they're making money off the TV. That's about it. Yeah, for right now. I mean, they're revenue right now. Are, you know, uh, but if Tatis is marketable. I think it'll be a He's big great. part of them going forward. They are the third choice, by the way, to win the World Series at just 8-1. to one. Dodgers are your favorite. No surprise there. 3.5-1. to one. The Yankees are the second choice. We, uh, we know why. 5.5-1 to one there. And then it's the Padres. And then the White Sox in most places, including at points wow. right now, the fourth choice, Mike. Talk at about 9 to one. Team. And, and they're welcoming the pressure. Giolito yeah. talking about it, saying we should forget him. Thank God we don't have to hear about the rebuild anymore. That's over with. Giolito put his foot down the other day saying we're expecting to go to the World Series. That's a lot of pressure to put on a young team that was impressive in 60 games. It's right, a whole different yeah. ball game, guys, yep. after this. So we're going to see what happens. But Cleveland got weaker. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing Minnesota's better than us. I'm not so sure about that. But. Are all our guys going to hit like they hit in 60 games over 160? You expect the Brayu to have still a very good season. Uh, I'm still not sold hitting-wise on Robert. Fielding-wise. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, I like the Eaton pickup. I like veterans in the clubhouse with young kids. Yeah. I like La Russa. 
I was with him from day one, whether he hit the curb or not hit the curb or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. You know, that whole nonsense. I mean, everybody yesterday got along. He's ready to go. Tim Anderson's on board, thank God. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, look, good. it all seems good, but now, like you said, you got to go out now and execute. There That's is a, a lot, lot of pressure, pressure on these yeah. guys. Yeah, let's see how they but handle it. But I think it. it's easier without the fans for them. Could be. It's a good point. Maybe if it is. If they had fans, you know, especially on the road. Now, hopefully they will. I don't know if they will or they won't. I mean, uh, sooner or later we got to get out of this malaise that we're in. But until that time, sports has changed because of the non-effectiveness of crowd noise and everything else. And by the way, in the 90s, on the score, in other places, on Fox Sports Radio and now ESPN, I said there was always fake crowd noise. When Ditka would argue right. about the Metrodome with the heightened... And now all of a sudden, everybody's got fake crowd noise. Everybody's got it now, yeah. And they all had it in their desk drawer. <laughs> That's right. They just put it in the uh, the machine and played it. I mean, the, the, the New Orleans Dome? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's Mercedes in the domes. Ben? I mean, why wouldn't you do it in the domes, right? Okay. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. I know. But it was always like... It yeah. was always there. It was always there, and they, they could never, never admit it. Loud. Right, yeah. They could I never... mean, I'd hear noise. You'd go to a game, you'd hear noise, and you'd look at everybody and their mouths would be closed. <laughs> Where's the noise coming from? Right? Oh, right? Yeah. I'd be at the Bulls games. Now, the Bulls games were loud. Yes. When Jordan played back. They were. They were loud. But there'd be times they'd have a boring game. And that's when I went to the Bulls games, when they were actually good. Yeah. And they'd have, But there'd be a boring game, or they'd be up by 20. And you'd hear crowd noise, and I'd turn, and I wouldn't see anybody saying anything. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't uh, pump it in more uh, for like those 11:30 puck drops at the United Center uh, in the spring. You know, when you have right. like that NBC game, and it's and, you know, and the organ, the organ yeah. when they play it, ten times louder. It makes yeah. the Phantom of the Opera look like a xylophone. Could, that organ that he had. Yeah, I mean the stadium organ. Nobody had a louder that, organ than the Chicago that, Stadium. That, oh, organ. I know that. Yeah, that, I that thought that it was organ. at St. Patrick's Cathedral. It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, I mean, it was as loud as could be. It was great. Sox are the favorite, by the way, in the AL Central. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not a surprise because they're the fourth choice to win the World Series. Isn't they're it sort minus of a surprise to you, Carm? That they're the favorite in the Central? Yeah. No. It's, I, I'm, not, I'm not shocked at that, actually. I think Cleveland's got... Uh, I don't think Cleveland's the issue. There's too much taken away, and then, yeah, you're to, and then you look at Minnesota. They're pretty good. They are. I think... I'm but not, it's about the White Sox. Yeah. They're... They're supposed to win. People think they can win ninety-five to ninety-nine games. They're attracting too much for the first time in forever. They've got a lot of national attention on That's them. That's exactly think they're, right. They're it's attracting changed. too much money. Yeah, it's changed absolutely. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I hope they do it. I love it. Co- I want the LaRu- I want the Larusa thing to work so bad. I do too because so I want bad. my team to win. Um, I you know I I, I want do. it to work so bad. I like the 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 way they filled out the coaching staff around him. You know, I do like what they've done. You know, you've tried to he's brought in a couple of guys that you know he brought Jerry Naren with him who's a fount of knowledge in mm-hmm. baseball but then they've got some of the younger guys they've got Miguel Cairo who's a former player right going to be on the bench they got We're a young Latin pitching influence. coach absolutely yep. like I think that I like the way they filled out the staff so I hope it all works doing. yeah he knows what he's doing but he's he got people mad by trying to lower expectations I you know he he, he basically I don't think Tony La Russa really loves being uh, the pick, 
No. I think he'd prefer he was second. But then he talked glowingly of Giolito, talked glowingly of some of the other players, talked about some kid that nobody wants to face. I mean, we've heard this all before on every White Sox team, but this team seems pretty legit. Yeah. And I like the fact, I think we need one more starter, one more bat, and then uh, let's 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 throw the dice. Yep. Uh, if you're looking for any long shots for uh, World Series odds, I don't know if people like what the Cardinals have done uh, enough to maybe sprinkle a little bit on St. Louis, but I think the Arenado addition is pretty interesting for them. I don't love their pitching staff, but... You, know, you can get the Cardinals at 22 to 1 right now. You can get the A's at 20 to 1. Over under for the Cubs is 77. 77, I believe. Oh, yes. my God. Yes, yes, yes. They're 35 to 1 to win the World Series. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, you know, am I wrong for. I like. Look, I have nothing against Anthony Rizzo. But, I mean, seriously, aren't we wasting him? Is this one more year with him? I mean, I know he's the darling of Cub fans. He's a great guy, charitable guy, Italian guy. I love the guy. <laughs> I love the video when he hit the meatballs. They were pitching the meatballs. I remember that, them, yeah. right? <laughs> but wait a minute. How many people we could get some we could get some loot? I mean, we could get some stuff for him, couldn't we? Maybe he gets I mean, maybe at the deadline if they're out of it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys this Bryant I I think I would to, think so. He, he's got to put together a good first half. Yeah, for the like, Show us what you got. Yeah. You haven't done anything big since 16. Uh, I mean, he was still pretty good in 17. I mean, he was awfully good, but no, it's like we're, we're a ways removed now. He's like now. a breeze in the desert, blows every so often. It's kind of crazy, you know, like how he's right? falling off. I don't know if Isn't it's injury it? or what I it mean, is. I mean, was Aeronado supposed to be heads and tails above everybody probably who's ever played? If you're watching play defense, he's my unbelievable. God. I thought yeah. Brooks Robinson was good, and I thought Schmidt was good. Yeah, I thought oh, this kid's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. I mean, he is. You know, he's really, really good. So it's going to be a great baseball season. Yeah, I like the way, and I think the challenge is for the guy. Let's see what this manager can do too for the Cubs. You know, he's not in the booth anymore. Yeah, see what Rossi second. See what Rossi, Rossi Grandpa yeah. can do. Yeah. All right. It's, when we come back, Mike, we got our guy Luke Pergandy. We'll talk Luke about Wise. what's hot at Prop Swap. We'll see if I should sell my Kevin Lankin and uh, Calder Trophy Rookie Ooh. of the Year ticket. The, the Blackhawks goalie. Ooh. I've got the ticket. It's <laughs> ten to one. It's down to five to one now. I think I want to post it, uh, Mike. Kevin Langenden was a country western singer or something. <laughs> I think yeah, he might be. Okay, I think there's maybe he's playing like it. Who knows? He's playing like it. He's playing well right now. Good. We, we are going to talk to Luke when we come back next. Uh, so don't go anywhere, and we still got our best plays before we're out of yep. here. Stick around. We got a lot, to, a lot to do. It's the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeValgo on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Inside the Odds Couple, alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We do it every weekend for you, talking sports gambling. We're presented by PropSwap here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. And we've got our great friend from PropSwap, one of the co-founders, Luke Pergandy, joining us. Oh, 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 What's up, Luke? What's up, Carmen? What's up, Mike? What's up, Luke? Speaking of NCAA, Mike and I were talking about this earlier, and I'm looking at PropSwap now. There's a Loyola Chicago ticket that'll pay $17,000. Wow, take it. Oh, my God. These are 110 to 1 odds right now, Luke. Yep. Uh, I I am looking at them on DraftKings. They are 40 to 1. On DraftKings, this team is not sneaking up on anyone this year. I think so many books have prepared for it. Hmm. Uh, I saw them at, at one casino in New Jersey 
about a month ago at 300 to one odds. Wow. Wow. So this team is, you know, we have the best price in the country right now at 110 to one. Yeah. So that's a great ticket. Yeah. I'll tell you, I was working, I was coaching at Notre Dame of Niles and, and, uh, Porter Moser came walking in. He had just gotten the job at Loyola and he came in and he, we met him and he said to me, I'm going to turn the program around. Now you got to remember, I grew up four blocks from Loyola. Mm-hmm. So they had, they've been, gar- they hadn't been anything for a long, long time. And I got be I rolled my eyes. He's one of the best young coaches, and he signed a big deal with yeah. Loyola. And you're right. Mm-hmm. They got guards, and they got a big man that can play, and they got some shooters on that team. So I think they're a good bet, and I think he'd get rid of the ticket, though. I don't think they're going to go all the way. But don't forget this team, or Porter Moser, got him to the Final Four. Of yes, course. he did. Yes, yes. He did. who can forget Sister Jean? That's right, Sister Jean. She's baby. still around. She was a BVM. Let me tell you, I was taught by the BVMs. Yeah, little rough, little rough. <laughs> are we seeing? A, are we seeing a lot of action right now? A lot of tickets for college basketball now that we're only about a month away from the start of the tournament. Yeah, we're, Luke? yeah, literally a month away here. It starts on you know Friday the 18th. It's we are four weeks away from that thing kicking off. Um, so it is it is heating up. I think you know so many Big Ten teams just look amazing this year. The Midwest is just chock full of, of college basketball teams. Michigan in December was a hundred to one odds. Yeah. And here they are at ten to one odds, looking like they're gonna get a one seed. They're gonna get nine teams in. Yeah, they're gonna I think you're right. I think they're eight, nine teams strong. Yeah, it's incredible. Yep. Uh, I also see a ticket like you know, we love the parlay thing here because again, uh you, you hope that one of it, you know, one of them cashes and then you sell it. Uh but there's like a there's a Baylor Utah Jazz parlay ticket on prop swap. Baylor is mm-hmm. the marquee idol I right mean, now. I'm telling you, like, if the way the Jazz are playing, I mean, they're, they're unreal. They're like 13 to 1 still to win the NBA. And, and like, it's going to be tough to come out of the West. I get it. But, I mean, like, why not for a $60 ticket that you could collect a grand on? Like, Baylor, Utah sounds kind of interesting to me, Luke. Yep. Yeah, Utah is just like scolding hot right now. Yeah. They just won't lose. Um, and with, they cover, you know, yeah, yeah, and they're covering. Yeah, I mean, books just aren't respecting them, um, and it's a team of misfits. Like Donovan Mitchell is clearly the star. I saw him at odds of sixty to one yeah. to win NBA MVP. Uh, just like on on Monday, I was looking at that. So you know, they're still getting no respect, but they are a legitimate team. Uh, they started out the season at fifty to one odds, and they're all the way down to about eleven to one. Um, so, yeah, the Jazz are for real. Mm-hmm. What's well, Donovan Mitchell on MVP right now? Because, look, he, if he was playing in New York or for L.A. or something, because of LeBron, I understand. He's yeah. a shadow. Yep. But I don't think LeBron is the MVP right now. If you're really being honest and you watch the games, watch Donovan Mitchell. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Le- LeBron's stat line is a little bit better. And the man is just, he's not sitting out games. Like, yeah, he's, he's not at all. Workhorse. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Donovan Mitchell, sixty-five to one. That's amazing. Right now, Donovan Mitchell, LeBron is plus one twenty-five. So yeah. for value, I hear you, Mike. Like, take, throw twenty bucks. And on without Donovan Anthony Mitchell Davis, right let's and, see what happens over the next month. And Anthony Davis is going to be out about a month. They just uh, kind of yep. set a timeline. I think earlier today, late yesterday, or earlier today, they set that timeline. It's a uh, they're calling it a calf strain and. Those are always a little scary, though, man. You get down towards that Achilles. Like, we all saw it with KD a couple of years ago. They're like, oh, it's a calf strain. It'll be okay. And, 
you know, you get into that game. What was that? Was that game seven of the finals? I they think? said deteriorating near the or game five. Yeah, right. And whenever you're yeah. deteriorating, that's yeah. not good about anything. Never good. Yeah. No. So, yeah. All especially right, Luke, when you're seven feet two. Before right. we let you go, uh, so about, I don't know, it was maybe about 10 days ago, Kevin Lankinen, who's the Blackhawks Who? rookie goalie, Who? who's played great, 10 to 1 uh, for rookie of the year. I can't believe so I, I put $25 on it. He's down to 5 to 1. I mean, he continues to play well. The odds in 10 days have been cut in half. Should I post on PropSwap? Post it. Yes. Post I, I it. would be selling that bet today. Right after I'm always the show. leery on, on player awards when the team is just horrendous. Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes the voters' job a little bit more difficult to give, you know, most improved player in the NFL or MVP or, uh, you know, in this case, like, you know, rookie of the year. Like, it's just tough when the team is just, is, you know, dead last or like bottom five in the, in the um, division. So I, I would be selling that. If you can double your money, and we you said you made it like three weeks ago, like I, I would double your money. All right, there we go. So we appreciate the uh, knowledge as always, Luke, and we will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend, all right? Thanks, Black guys. Thanks, Mike. Right, Thanks, Scott. There he goes, Luke Pergandy. Oh, no problem. Follow him on uh, Twitter Spots. at Luke Pergandy. And check out PropSwap because there are just the thousands best. and thousands and thousands. And he's people. knowledgeable. He knows what's going on. That Baylor-Utah one, man, that's kind of interesting. Baylor, look, Utah, I love him. And, you know, and, and but Baylor seems to be the darling. And I watched them, I think about a week ago. They look really good. Yeah, they're good. They do. They do look good. They look great. They can hit the outside jumper. They're 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 feisty. They go after the basketball. They go. They rebound. They're good. I, and you, I think you said it a couple of weeks ago, like Gonzaga too. And maybe this is their time finally. I mean, so like them. Gonzaga. I watched them a little bit last night though. Gonzaga's the Godfather three. Always a disappointment. Boy, man, they look aren't good, they? Though. They 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 look good right now. But they always say that about them every year. I know. Tom. I know. Is this the only time? Really seriously, guys. Is this the only time we've ever heard Gonzaga really look no, good? No, it's like tw- you, it's we, like 10, 15 years uh, in a row. I know. I know it. We always the, say And the that. coach looks the same. There's not something. Something's not right. Yeah, he, he looks as when he's got hired. He looks the same. He is an age. Like, he didn't look young, and he still doesn't look old. I don't he get does. it. You're right. Like, there's, he, he looks like that Benjamin Button guy. Right. You know what like I'm he's saying? He's exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, they were beating the crap out of uh, St. Mary's last well, night. Well, it's St. Mary's. I, mean, I guess that's it, the competition. My God, they're playing. I mean, the Catholic League's got tougher teams. It's crazy, man. They, they've beaten a lot of good teams, though, this year. They have. Like, yeah. they, they beat um, Iowa. They beat I, They beat the right. pants off yeah, Iowa, Iowa, didn't they? Yeah, a good win. Yep. They beat the pants off I'm Iowa. not going to deny it. They had to upgrade their schedule. But, I mean, I'm not saying Mark Few's not a great coach. Don't get me wrong. But every year it's the same thing. I know. Like we, we say this every year. I love them. I'd love to see them win. It'd be a great story if they finally did. I mean, I you know? thought Adam Morrison was going to be a 15-year oh All-Star. Oh, my God. Maybe this is the year without, like, you know, we, we could be looking at a tournament here without Kentucky, without Adam Duke. Morrison, yeah, because yeah. Adam Morrison became a pro, and then they said he can't breathe. He's got the I go, when did this happen? Uh, he was no good. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, speaking of some hockey stuff, too, uh, you know, I was looking at because I, I always love these, you know. It, this, I love the Blackhawks. I uh, love the Blackhawks, absolutely. I like that guy, Debrinket. I'm watching him now. I love him. My guy, Subban. Come on. I, I, Subi. I like. I call him Subi. I call him Subi. When you know yeah. him as well as you do, you call him Subi. Well, I mean, I just found out about him. But I'm I, watching the game against Dallas. I didn't even know we had a black goalie. It was yeah, great. That's P.K. Subban's little brother. That's what Absolutely. I know. Yep. But I didn't know that. I go, my God, there he is. And I'm going, I got. I had money on the Hawks. They got him in the trade last year when they sent Robin Leonard to Vegas. That's how they acquired him. Yeah, he was pretty good out yeah. there, too. He's okay. 
Yeah, I mean, he's uh, not a bad option as a backup. It looks like they've got the goalie situation kind of handled, which is nice. It was a big question mark. They play hard, it seems like. They do. I agree, Mike. They dig. They They do. They do. He's got him. I'll give Colleton credit for this. I don't know if he's going to work out or not, but they seem to have a, a plan. They seem to be digging. I just don't know. Is Tave still? How is a guy captain that doesn't want to play? Well, it's not that he doesn't want to play. He can't. Why? <laughs> there's a there's something going on with his health. Well, see, you got to tell us. I don't well, know that. Well, nobody knows anything. He he's lethargic. That's what I heard. Well, I am too. Yeah, I'm lethargic. I don't know. I think it's uh, unfortunate. There's a lot out. Who knows? I wish that you we can't would speculate. Know. It's not right. I, I know it's true, but. I mean, but he is the captain. We'd like to know a little bit. We wish him nothing but the best. But he didn't seem enthused, right? Well, I don't know. Unless I mean, he, he hasn't spoken. I mean, I'm not saying, look, 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 if there's something wrong with them. But see, they, they, this is the problem. In the old days, you would know already. Yeah. They leave you guessing. Yeah, I don't know when we're going to find Kane's out about Kane's playing that. great. I don't know. Kane, I love that Dabrinkit kid. I love him. There are, for hockey fans, there are two games this weekend, uh, part of their outdoor series. They're going ahead with it, and the setting is beautiful. The rink is set up on the south banks, uh, on the south bank of Lake Tahoe. I mean, it is a, uh, on the golf course there, it is an absolutely it's beautiful, beautiful. I mean, it is so picturesque, so you can flip those games on this after, uh, tomorrow afternoon and Sunday afternoon. There's a couple of outdoor games in the NHL. When we come back, we'll talk uh, to our good friend Jim Miller over Jim- at that's right. We're going to get some ponies for the weekend. Mike's got a great hockey play before we're out of here at the top of the hour, so stick around for that. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap, Mike North, Carmen DeFelco with you. And we've got on the phone on our Corona Hotline our good friend from Hawthorne Racecourse. He gave out another winner last week. That's all he does, folks. Do. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim, the one, the only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Gentlemen, how's it going this week? Wonderful. Great. Wonderful. We're winning. Everybody's winning. You're winning. We're winning. <laughs> Mike. I mean, we don't lose. We keep going. We, we're like a runaway train. I know it. Nice job with the the. What, what was that race? That's the Risen yeah, Star. Yeah, that was the Risen Star That's last right. week. Yes, yeah. and that horse Mandaloon will be in the Derby, right? Right. Yeah, that was the first of the fifty point races for the Derby preps, and typically somewhere around twenty points will most likely get you into the Derby. So the fifty points for that victory definitely puts that horse in. And and you figure you'll see Mandaloon come back in the Louisiana Derby. That's a million-dollar race, so definitely take a shot when you're going to be favored. Mm. And then go on to the Kentucky Derby. But another impressive effort in the Louisiana Derby will probably put that horse as one of the favorites come Kentucky Derby Day. I'll tell you what. I figured it out. I listened to the show again, and I said, Jimmy says they only weighed 170 pounds, B, the drivers. I said, but when we saw them, they looked much bigger. She goes, it was in January, in February. They dress. <laughs> so the clothing that they wear, you know. Well, we're talking harness and jocks here, Mike. That's I mean, right. The jockeys, the jockeys they wear are about 20 pounds smaller. worth of clothes, right? No, these guys are so small. It's amazing. Here's the really? thing that you'll find that's really surprising, is especially like in the state of Illinois, for example, you're only given about an additional three pounds worth of clothing in the wintertime. Wow, so you really? go out there, you still have the weight of the rider, 
and the saddle, which counts as their weight when they're weighing out. And then you're allowed just a small additional amount. So these guys are going out there in some really tough conditions, especially riding here in the Midwest. So a lot of times we'll shorten post grade, shorten the time that they're on the racetrack. But yeah, you, you bring in everything with the elements along with riding a race into that and not having a whole lot of clothing on. I mean, you can't throw layers and the layers post, on. So these the guys post are really parade tough. can't be a lot of fun, the post parade. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, when it gets really cold, I'll tell you this. We let them jog through the post parade, do a quick warm-up, go to the gate and get back in the room and warm up again because there's guys that will ride the entire card. When what does the schedule for Hawthorne look like in terms of racing, Jimmy? In the yeah, I'll tell you, it's crazy how quick it comes back. We start back on March the sixth, and we race weekends through the end of April for thoroughbreds, and then May through the end of September is going to be our summer harness meet, and then October, November, December again for thoroughbreds. So really, we have two more weeks of kind of that quiet time, and then after that, we'll full, we're full bore for about ten months straight. Got it. And uh, do we have another big uh, Derby prep race this weekend? No big derby preps. There, there is a derby prep in Japan this weekend, so that's going to take place after midnight on Saturday, early, early Sunday morning. So there are some other big races that are taking place, but a lot of them are older horses. So here's our three races for the weekend. We're going to start out at Laurel Park, race seven, bet the two club car across the board. This horse is six to one in the morning line, ran a good second to the horse that will be the favorite in this race, and I'd rather go for the value in there. Then go to Gulfstream Park, race number 11, bet the seven. Mrs. Danvers again, bet this horse across the board. She's lightly raced, but she's hit the board in seven out of her eight lifetime starts and has speed. And then go to Santa Anita, race seven, the seven, going to Vegas across the board. This horse ran a big second and a grade one in that last out. This is an easier spot, but all three horses should run really well this weekend. I like that name. So Laurel Park first on Saturday, the seventh race, the two horse, uh, bet it across the board. Gulfstream, uh, the 11th race, the seven horse. Uh, bet it across the board. And then Santa Anita, lucky number seven again here. Seventh race, seven horse across the board, right? Yeah, and that's right. And you get some of these horses at decent prices. Even if they run second or third, you'll still get a positive return, and that's all we're looking for in the end. Beautiful. Love it. Jimmy, thanks as always. Have a great thanks, weekend. Jimmy. All right, boys. Take care. See you, buddy. Here Jimmy! That's our guy. That was a good one. Jim Miller. <laughs> that was a good one. He wins. Yeah, I mean, he, he it's been great. It's uh, He has been absolutely fantastic. And make sure you check out all the action on the Club Hawthorne app. And remember, the Points Bet Sportsbooks are open at a couple of the locations now, too. And if you want to get in for March Madness, go online and start reserving your tables. Uh, they're obviously going to have limited seating because of everything, but they will be able to accommodate people. Food and beverage service is open because they've moved into Phase 4, as Jimmy has talked about in the last couple of weeks. So go online, get some info if you'd like, if you're interested, and make your reservation now. Mike, uh, you know you were talking about the Utah Jazz earlier and how not only are they winning, but they are covering. I mean, the Utah Jazz. Every time they play. An NBA best, 22-7 uh, and seven against the spread, Mike. It's like nobody's even close. Twenty-two no. and seven, and Donovan Mitchell. It would be. Uh, I should be a candidate for MVP. Uh, LeBron. We'll see what happens without Anthony Davis. I think there's some tickets out there. You know, we should have talked. Embiid. There's a lot I of love people Embiid, still man. believe in Ooh, him. Wow. He's going off at about four, four, five hundred. I mean, LeBron is at plus one thirty, one forty, one fifty. Uh, it's interesting. It is. You know, people that fawn over him are going to vote for him. But I mean, if LeBron James played on Utah. Okay, I don't know how good they'd be. I don't know if they'd they'd, they'd be pretty they'd, good. They'd be well, yeah. There's no doubt. Look, we love. He's a he's a great player. They'd be pretty good, but Utah's the better than they are now, right? 
Um, I mean, in the standings, they are. Well, yeah. that's all I'm saying. In the standings, they and are. And I'm not saying that, that, that they're better than the Lakers. But, I mean, if you're going by who's more valuable to his team, I guess you'd get an argument, of course, LeBron and to the league and everything else. But Utah... I mean, I think you got to get there. You get there by taking a trolley. I have no idea how to. You, you, <laughs> you, you take a biplane and then you uh, switch to a. Uh, you know, you ever watch the uh, uh, the Smithsonian Channel uh, train trips through the through through the Alps? That's right. That, I mean, that's what you. People think of Utah. You think of what was on their jersey. Oh, Some God. of them, the, the snow-capped mountains. I love. I've it. been there. A nice day was was forty degrees, no wind, and and, and snow flurries. That it. was it. That's it. Hey, we got a NASCAR race this weekend. Uh, they are still following the Daytona 500. They're still at Daytona, but this is the O'Reilly Auto Parts 253. Yeah, they had lousy ratings last week. Well, and they, it was a six-hour delay. I mean, every time you turn it on, they're in a weather delay. It was brutal. Yeah, and I still think that I NASCAR has seen better days with I, the, with the Jeff yeah, Gordons. Yeah. Uh, with the, the Dale Earnhardt. Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt yeah, Jr. They had controversy that a lot of yep. people got turned off by last year. We don't have to get into yeah. that, but I mean, there's just a lot of things work. Plus, there's more sports on TV now. Yeah. I mean, Richard Petty to me still looks the same. That's he does. Freaky. The king. I mean, my God, I, I I followed the guy since the six since the 1960s. He looks the same as he did. It's pretty unbelievable. He he him and Jagger. They don't they don't they don't put on weight. <laughs> they Petty and Jagger. They don't put on weight. They haven't put on a single pound. They haven't it? put on. And he looks. He's look. I mean, look, Coach K. He looks. His hair is completely black. We know he should go gray now, probably. Don't you think? Yes, I mean, he's got it. I mean, he yes. looks like Pacino and Dick Tracy. I totally, uh, totally agree. Big Daddy Capri. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? Exactly. Uh, so he should, but but I mean, my God, uh, they, they they these guys. It, it just it's just amazing to me. And by the way, we're going to have the same group of characters, except in the NCAA's. No Kentucky. No no right. North Carolina. Yep. Not this and, year. And who else? No Kentucky, no Duke, right? No, no North Carolina. I mean, unless somebody wins their tournament, but who else, Merck? I mean, no Michigan State. No probably. Michigan State, probably. Yeah, they're yeah, all Kansas Tom will Izzo. make it, right? Yeah, the Kansas. magic is gone. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, they're all, it, the, the 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 blue bloods aren't going to be there. It's um, sort of refreshing. Yeah, well, it's going to be a change up for sure. So let's see how it goes. All right, before we get out of here, Mike, right, that hockey play. I know you had a strong hockey play you like for tonight. Of course. And it's a beautiful hockey play, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Calgary team playing Edmonton. Now, Edmonton doesn't have Messier or, or Gretzky back, <laughs> no. do they? No, but they've got McDavid and Dreisaitl. They got some good players. They do. And Calgary is a minus, I think, 115, if you look at it right now, on the board, 115-120. Maybe you could take a look at that, sure. Randy. See, but I think it's minus 115-120. Go with Calgary. We got Orlando. I'm keeping my eye on the, the monitor over here. But uh, it's, things are looking pretty good. So go with Calgary. And the NHL, ladies and gentlemen, got a real strong read. I love it. Uh, Calgary, yeah, minus 115 right now. That's so. it. That is the play uh, the of the play, night. The play, baby. Go for it. Double, well, fist and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's just one and a half. Yeah. We don't want to go double. That's Tampa Bay Buccaneer territory. The only thing I'm going to give out is a quick, uh, we were just talking about the NASCAR race, how they flipped that track over to uh, the road course. You know, Chase Elliott's a heavy favorite because he's normally really See dominant you. in these road courses. But I'm going to give everybody, take a look at uh, Kyle Busch. I just want to give out a little bit of a long shot for everybody this weekend. Okay. He's 12 to 1. Uh, if you if your site allows it, or if you're wherever your betting allows it, maybe look to bet within the top three or five. Now those odds are obviously going to drop if you look at a top three or five finish. But Kyle Bush, go I'm going to give out five. Do top you, five. 
You're taking a chance here, Carmen. Two I mean, top you know, five. You're stepping up. And uh, he won on the road course at Daytona about 10 days ago. And he's uh, finished, you know, somewhere around about the top, you know, he's finished in the top 10 about 60% of the time when he starts on the road courses. Mm-hmm. So my long shot on the road course uh, at Daytona this weekend is going to be Kyle Busch. So that's oh, it. Let's see I how it goes. It. All right? We got hockey and NASCAR. How about it, Mike? <laughs> Let's have some fun. It's February after all. right, all. pal. All right, we want to thank our great producers, Randy Merkin, job yeah. well done as always, Tyler Rocky and Eric Big Oshalski. Tyler. Yes, we love those guys. Thanks yeah, for helping. We do. Thanks to Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy and everybody. Hey. Have a great weekend. We'll see you again for another fun hour next Friday. Until then, for Mike, I'm Carmen. Have a great weekend, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.